from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. And they, they would actually agree because, you know what, our moms love us. My, mm, well, your mom might agree. Well, I mean, your mom probably would too. I've seen I've seen the uh, the relationship that you guys have, you know, a little give and take there, you know, it'll take a little jab and she punches like, you in the face. Yeah, and, I'd be like, mom, do you think our beer show is the best one on the internet? And she'd probably be like, probably not, even though she doesn't know about any other ones. <laughs> she just she just doesn't have a lot of confidence in me. Oh, <laughs> your younger brother's the favorite. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's no question. I understand that problem. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh, I just uh, I I had I had an old recipe popped up or pulled up and on uh, Brewtoad it was like buy recipe kit for one hundred and five dollars and seventeen cents. I'm like no. No, thank you. No, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so today on Homebrew Bend, we're going to be talking about the English IPA. Um, so we're going to get to that in just a minute here. Before we do that, Rick, have you bottled that stout yet? No, I have not. <laughs> well, what the hell, man? I still no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty minutes since the last episode. I know. What have you been doing with your life? I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I unfortunately haven't done anything beer-related besides give Carlos a bunch of uh, uh, wheat wine. Yeah? Yeah, because I was like, he's going to help us out with this. Plus, I put it back in the fridge because it was getting a little warm. Yeah. Did he like it? Uh, He drank it. Well. I poured him a bunch. (laughs) Pint. Pint. That was about half a pint. Uh, I'm a good friend. Pour some beers here. All right. So uh, English, or uh, before before we get to the English, I forgot that we had the uh, the Belgian ready. Yeah, we got the Belgian. All right. So uh, we do have our Belgian blonde. The recipe for that, uh, for those of you who don't remember, we used 11 pounds of Belgian pilsner, uh, one pound of Belgian candy sugar, uh, clear blonde candy sugar, and half a pound of aromatic malt. Uh, yes. OG of 1067 with a final gravity of 1016 with 16 IBUs, uh, a little bit over, uh, probably about 5 SRM, uh, an ABV of 6.7% to 7% somewhere in there, depending on, uh, I, I don't have my notes in front of me, unfortunately, I was not super prepped. What? I, it, nothing. Keep moving it around. Well, yeah, it, it, like sitting here, it's real dark, but it's next to this beer that's a lot darker. Oh. So, hold it up. And hold it's it up and it's pretty straw. Straw colored. Yeah. Yeah. So, that like that, that three to five range, mm-hmm. I think, is... Uh, then we used an ounce of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes, and then we fermented with Yeast's 1388 Belgian Strong Ale Yeast. Yes. All right, so overall impression that we're looking for here is a moderate-strength golden ale that has a subtle, fruity, spicy Belgian yeast complexity, slightly malty sweet flavor, and a dry finish. Uh, The aroma, we're looking for a light, earthy, or spicy hop nose, along with a lightly grainy sweet malt character, shows a subtle yeast character that may include spicy phenolics, perfuming or honey-like alcohol, or yeasty fruity esters, commonly orange-like or lemony. 
a light sweetness that may have a slightly sugar-like character, subtle yet complex. Ooh, that is sweet smelling. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm picking up some banana. Yeah, there's definitely banana. This is a, this is a yes banana? This is yes banana. Not no banana. No banana. Speaking of which, if you guys still want those no banana shirts, uh, let us know. In, in, send, a, send an email up. Send a Facebook yep. message. Do um, whatever you want. But we know you're out there. We know you know how to get a hold yeah, of Yeah, so us. those phenols are definitely there. Um, but it's it's sweeter than uh, than like a Hefeweizen. And it's a lot yeah. more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What sure. do you think? Does it does it hit that? Like I'm not getting any of the spicy hop. Not in the aroma, nope. <clears throat> so is that a f- like? So we're looking for earthier spicy hop nose, along with a lightly grainy malt character. Shows a subtle yeast character may include phenolics. I think we might have missed the aroma. I think the aroma is just a little off. Yeah, yeah. we would need uh, some. Some more uh, a little hops. bit more spiciness, like some some end bo- end end of boil hops, I think. Probably. All right. Appearance: light to deep golden color. Uh, generally very clear. Large, dense, creamy, off white to off white head. Good head retention with Belgian lace. Yes. Yeah, we had that. We had that all of is, that. The, that is like light gold straw. Yep. Uh, big big head. It was very um, poofy. And it, and it stuck around for a while. It did, and now it's lacing. Now so. it is lacing on Belgian-y like. Mm-hmm. All right, the important one. Flavor. Flavor. Smooth, uh, light to moderate greeny sweet malt flavor initially, but finishes medium dry to dry with some smooth alcohol becoming evident in the aftertaste. Medium hop and alcohol bitterness to balance. Light hop flavor can be spicy or earthy. A very soft yeast character, esters and alcohols, which are sometimes perfumey or orange and lemon-like. Uh, light spicy phen- phenolics optional. Some lightly caramelized sugar or honey-like sweetness on palate. Hmm. Oh wow. Lemony. Mm-hmm. We uh, I do not taste any of the like spicy, though. Oh no, I do. Uh, you do? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, where's my water bottle go? Here, let me give you a little glass of water. Yeah, Clear your palate up a little bit. Hmm. Might be a good idea. Because yeah, no, I'm I'm getting some spicy hops in there. Um, I'm definitely I'm like grainy sweet right up front. Oh yeah, there they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Disregard. You know they're they're in there, yeah. um, and it's like yeah, it's it's like smack dab. It's in the middle of the flavor, like mm-hmm. so. It starts. You get this grainy, sweet it's maltiness. Kind of at the back of your mouth when you do. And it. then like it round, it goes up, and you get like the hop spices, and it finishes with almost like a candy or almost like a lemon drop like quality. Yeah, I would say lemon drop. That's a pretty good appraisal of the situation. <clears throat> Yeah, there's not a lot of that orange. This mm. one's definitely mm. leaning on the lemon side. Yeah, maybe maybe it's because it's such a sweet lemon. Like I, I can see where orange would be, but it's definitely lemony. Yeah, definitely more. And it's like an orange or, not orange and. I said that wrong. Like it has the slash in there. Right. So it's orange or lemon like. Right. Character. 
And we're definitely on the lemony side so of that. I, I, think, I think the flavors hit. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, mouthfeel. Medium high to high carbonation can give mouth-filling bubbly sensation. Medium body. Light to moderate alcohol warmth, but smooth. Can be somewhat creamy. Oh, this one's not creamy. Mm-mm. Definitely that medium high carbonation. Yep. Very bubbly. Mm-hmm. Medium body. A little bit of alcohol warmth, but not much. I mean, ours is a little on the lower side, yeah. so I wouldn't there's expect a, it too much. There's a small touch of it, though. Yeah. Mouthfeel, I think we hit. Yeah, I think we hit that, too. All right. Um, often has an almost lager-like quality, uh, which gives it a cleaner profile and compared in comparison to many other Belgian styles. Belgians use the term blonde while French spell it blonde with an E. Most commercial examples are in the 65 to 7% range. I, I would agree with that. Uh, this, like, I don't like Belgians for the most part. Yeah. But this, the the ester profile is low enough where it's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And what's there, it's not the the banana bubble gum. Right. Like those big ones that, you know, you don't see lemon very often. No. That's why this surprised me. This is not a typical this flavor profile. This is a really good things. summer beer. Yeah, it is. Like, there's some lemon drop in there. Mm-hmm. Some We're, we're going to be throwing some of these in the fridge for the show tonight, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because, no, This is solid. It, the flavor's good. Um, mouth feels good. The only thing I think we missed a little bit was the aroma. Mm-hmm. The appearance was spot on. So, if the aroma's off, can we call it a success? <clears throat> I think we can. Yeah, I think we can. I think we Just can call this because we're style. only missing one thing from the aroma anyway. Yeah, we're, we're missing the hops and the aroma. So maybe if we did some late uh, yeah. some late hopping instead yeah. of all early hops, like maybe do like half an ounce on the end. Yeah. Just so you get so a this, little bit. This one would get a check mark, but I wouldn't say nailed it. Yeah. 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 This gets a uh, like a off green check mark. Like, it's yeah. like, well, it still gets the check mark. But it doesn't get like the gold star next to the check mark. Ooh, that's I probably should put gold star next to the check mark. Yeah, because our our the Australian ale definitely. No, oh, that is <laughs> that is a that is a that's home fantastic. run. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the so Australian ale, the tropical and the cream, yeah. home run beers. Mm-hmm. But you know, I really like this, and I hate Belgians. Like the fact that I like this surprises the shit out of me. Yeah. I I hate Belgians. We stopped at a brewery uh, called Urban Moose, yeah, in Saint Cloud. Really good beer. Uh, had like an IPA and stuff. My brother orders a flight and gets um, like a Belgian wit, and he's like, "Here, try this. Just bubble gum." Yeah, it tasted like bubble gum, and I was like, "No." And he's <laughs> like, "I hate this too." We gave it to my mom. She drank it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like light Belgian beers, but I like quads and triples. But this, this see, this has this has drinkability, which yeah. I, which our dark Belgian strong ale is not right, going to no. have. Stupid, explosive. This is good. Beer. I'm really happy with the lemon flavor that came through. Yeah, the lemon. I, I don't know why it did, but it did. Yeah, it's just something with the yeast, I guess. Like <laughs> that that lemony deliciousness. Yeah, man, that it worked. That lemon in the back is great. Yeah, it's good. It's quite refreshing with that lemon in there. All right, I gotta find English IPA again. I have it. I have All right, it. man. So uh, we have a True Brit IPA from Summit. Summit's True Brit IPA, 
which is a commercial example listed in the BJCP style guidelines. Yes. So uh, as I'm trying to find it on my end, do you want to start going yep. over th- uh, the category? Start with the uh, category ID. Uh, uh, and then overall impression. 12C. Okay. English IPA. Overall impression, a hoppy, moderately strong, very well attenuated ba- pale British ale with a dry finish and a hoppy aroma. The flavor, classic, and, oh, oh, sorry. A dry finish and a hoppy aroma and flavor. Classic British ingredients provide the best flavor profile. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to do the aroma? You want to do Oh, that. I'm sorry, the aroma. Yeah, that's right. I do the aroma. A moderate uh, to moderately high hop aroma of floral, spicy, peppery, or citrus orange in nature is typical. A slightly grassy dry hop aroma is acceptable but not required. A moderately low uh, caramel-like or toasty malt presence is optional. Low to moderate fruitiness is acceptable. Some versions may have a sulfury note, although this character is not mandatory. Appearance. Color ranges from golden to deep amber, but mostly fair pale. Fairly pale. Should be clear, although unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. Moderate sized, persistent head with standoff white color. Okay, uh, let's let's talk aroma appearance before we dive into flavor here. So aroma... This is definitely spicy. Yep, it's got that. It's got spice. Spicy, um, peppery, a little bit of floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that citrus orange. No. This is the floral, spicy, peppery side of things. Uh, I get uh, toasty, toasty malt character. Yeah, I get toastiness in there for sure. Uh, not really any fruitiness. This is very clean. Yeah, this which is, is kind of what I would expect from Summit, which is a uh, local. Uh, <laughs> American brewery. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're located in uh, St. Paul. Um, they you know clean beers. Uh, fun fact: the uh, the the head brewer there is actually from the UK. Oh yeah. Yeah i i, I can't re- I think he's I think he's for either from Northern Ireland or Scotland if I remember right. But I can't be a hundred percent sure on that because I forgot to research it beforehand. But I right. listened to an interview with him and he has a heavy accent. No. Interesting. Um, yep. So uh, color. What do you, or appearance on this? The like, appearance, uh, well. Damn, that is a crystal clear beer. It is really clear. Well, <laughs> it's, it's amazingly clear. And, uh, I don't know, I'd say like a golden amber. Yeah. Would be what I'd probably call that. Um, which fits the style. Uh, um, yeah, and that head sticks around. Oh, that's the head. We, we poured it about the same time as the. The Belgian, and it's and still it's sticking still around. Got, it's still got a good like eighth inch ahead on mm-hmm. it. Very persistent. Yeah, so it's, right. it's just there. But all these bubbles, so many bubbles, contributing to it, just keeping it going. So, all right. <clears throat> flavor. Hop flavor is medium to high with a moderate uh, to assertive hop bitterness. The hop flavor should be similar uh, to the aroma: floral, spicy, peppery, citrus, orange, and/or slightly grassy. Malt flavor should be medium low to medium and be somewhat bready. Optionally, with light to medium like biscuit-like, toasty, toffee-like, and or caramelly aspects. Medium low to medium fruitiness. Finish is medium dry to very dry, and the bitterness may linger into the aftertaste but should not be harsh. The balance is towards the hops, but the malt should still be noticeable in support. If high sulfate water is used, a distinctive mineral 
minerally dry finish, some sulfur flavor, and lingering bitterness are usually present. Some clean alcohol flavor can be noted in stronger versions. Oak is inappropriate in this style. Inappropriate. What is up with people wanting to oak their IPAs? I don't know. Which, don't get me wrong, your homebrewer do what you want. Like, right. But if you're trying to brew to a style, don't hand me an oaked beer and say, oh, yeah, no, this is an IPA. As soon as you oak it, it's no longer an IPA. It's something else. You, you're now in specialty category. Yeah. So make sure you tell, like, if you oak your IPA, <laughs> don't just say, this is an IPA, you know, like, here, try this. Because I'm not expecting the oak, and I'm going to immediately say, like, this think it's is an off flavor. Good. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, no, this is, this is an IPA, and I oaked it. My mm-hmm. first question is going to be, what hops did you use? And if you tell me you used, like, Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Sorry, I soapbox, I need to get off of it, but those flavors do not lend to oak. No. Like, use, they don't. A, use a noble hop, use something like that, like mm-hmm. something English. EKG would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those, those more, like, grassy, spicy, yeah. floral... Would lend way better than fruity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, soapbox. I'm off of it. Okay, let's go through mouthfeel. Well, let's let's taste this beer. Well, first. let's taste it then. <laughs> Jesus Christ, have you tasted it? Yeah, I've tasted it. Okay, a few well times. then, why don't you talk about the taste while I gave it a chance to taste it, so we don't have dead air? Come on, man, wow. you're a professional. America, um, that uh, spicy, peppery. Oh wow, floral. Yep. There it is. See, I don't know if I'm picking up a little bit of citrus from the uh, the lemon drop Belgian Clear that we that made. Palette. I'm working on it. I'm not picking up any of that. Yeah, but the spice and it's spicy. The the uh, the, the spice and floral are definitely not like spicy hot, like spicy like different spices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That got rid of the citrus. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's but it's, it's it's super balanced. It is. There's that malt flavor to support the hops, and it's it's a it tastes like a very British malt. Too. I get biscuit and toffee. Yeah, it's very British malt, which you should expect from something called True Brit. Mm-hmm. But it's I don't I'm not sure I've ever had a like the British IPA before like this. Oh, you've never had True Brit. Uh, no, I haven't had True Brit. Okay. I'm just uh, not sure that I've ever had anything like this, and it's good. I like that. I definitely like the hop choices. I'm very... I don't know that I'd want the citrus and orange. No, no. With then this. You're going to get too American with it, I think, if you go citrus. Well, I like the citrus orange, is. it fits in the style here, but... With the with this much British malt character that's in this beer, it would not work. Yeah. Oh no. It, uh, it's weird. It'd it be would, like putting a lemon on your toast, and that wouldn't be. No, that sounds gross. Yeah, exactly. Was, that's I don't what want I'm lemon saying. toast. It sounds bad. I want lemon or orange toast. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. But maybe some spices on my toast. Yeah, we could try that. <coughs> like cinnamon toast. Yeah. Well, this isn't cinnamon, no. but it's got some spices. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's really good. Uh, Pitchfork's IPAs tend to lean more towards the British side, yeah. where you get that like that big malt character. Uh, with I can see that. That's what this kind of reminds me of, yep. actually. 
That makes sense. <coughs> but yeah, no, it's the uh, yeah. I know this hits style. Um, what about sure. fruitiness? I did not get any fruitiness in it. Hmm. Maybe on the back end a little bit. Nope. No. Nope. I, uh, no, that's just sweetness. That's more like yeah, caramel. Yeah, I think than I, I think else. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. that's kind of just that bright sweetness mm-hmm. that comes through at the back end. I don't taste any fruit. Hmm. And I am fine with it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very dry. Yeah. Like it's. This is this is one where you go you up to the bar and you're like I want a pint of this and I can have three four and not get tired of it. Yeah. No, this is definitely an easy drinker too. All right. Is there ABV on this? Do we know? Way higher than uh, easy drinker. <laughs> I don't know where it, I can't find it. Um, I'll look it up in a second here. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm doing mouthfeel, right? <clears throat> yeah, do mouthfeel. Okay. Mouthfeel. Smooth, uh, medium light to medium bodied mouthfeel without hop derived astringency, although moderate to medium high carbonation can combine to render an overall dry sensation despite a supportive malt presence. A low smooth alcohol warming can and should be sensed in stronger, but not all versions. Ooh. Okay. Where is it? There it is. Oh, I have had the True Brit. It's 6.4%. Okay, yep. I was looking it up. <clears throat> nice. I guess I have had it at some point. Interesting. 70 IBUs. <clears throat> um, yeah, so comments. Uh, you read two in a row. <laughs> Suck it. Oh, I did. God damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. The attributes of IPA that were important to its arrival in good condition in India were that it was very well attenuated and heavily hopped. Simply because this is how IPA was shipped doesn't mean that other beers such as Porter weren't also sent to India. Oh, God. That snuck up on me. That IPA was in... um, Doesn't mean... What? IPA was shipped... Simply because this is how IPA was shipped doesn't mean that other beers such as Porter weren't also sent to India. The IPA was invented to be sent to India, or the IPA was more heavily hopped than We're making a list. Yep. Okay. Or that the alcohol level was unusual for the time. Many modern examples labeled IPA are quite weak in strength. According to Camera, so-called IPAs with strengths of around 3.5% are not true to style. English beer historian Martin Cornell has commented that beers like this are not really distinguishable from an ordinary bitter. So we choose to agree with these sources for our guidelines rather than what some modern British breweries are calling an IPA. Just be aware of these two main types of IPAs in the British market today. Uh, So camera stands for campaign for real ale, and they're kind of a bunch of assholes. Yeah, they, they were pretty dickish in here. Well, so-called IPAs with strengths around 3.5 are not true to style. You know, and that's that's kind of their thing. They're like, well, so they, they did something really good. They 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 wanted to keep cask-conditioned ale around sure. and, like, traditional ale, which is a good thing. They were just, like, it's the same people who bring in, uh, they make, uh, like, full pint cards. Yeah. Where, like, you, you line it up with your pint and, like, you... you to see if like you got a full pour, 
It's still the same people. Like somebody, uh, I was I was talking. I mean, we we talk about Pitchfork a lot. We're friends with, uh, you know, we're friends with pretty much everybody there. And I was talking with him one night, and uh, Matt, one of the uh, bartenders there, got his his first week. Some like he he was pouring beers and he was leaving you know a little bit of head on there. Yeah. And some lady flipped out on him. Like she had her like her credit card out or, or she had like a little card out and she was like going over the top of the glass and she was like, "This isn't full. I paid for sixteen ounces. I want sixteen ounces." Wow. Yeah. That's stupid. So now, like, I love it. I I love him, but I hate it when he does this. He pours every beer to the absolute brim of the glass. <laughs> like I, I like a little bit of head on there. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a like a spill buffer. Yeah. But yeah, no, his are always like right up to the tippy tippy top. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then you spill half of it on your hand. Yeah, but at least you know you paid for that bit that you spilt on your hand. Sure. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, People are stupid. You did. You just did <coughs> comments, comments, right? All right. History accounts of its origins vary, but most agree that what uh, became later known as IPA was pale ale prepared for shipment to India in the late 1700s and early 1800s. Actually, that's not entirely correct. Uh, if you want a really good book to read, pick up uh, the IPA book by uh, I think it's Mitch Steele. Uh, he's he's the he's a brewer for Stone. Really knows IPAs, and that book is, is an amazing read. Even if you're not a beer fan and you're just like a history fan, though, if you're not a beer fan, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty specific. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's a really good book. I should loan it to you because it's an awesome read. I'll check it out. All right. Um. Anyway, for uh, <laughs> shipment in the late 1700s and early 1800s, George Hodgson of the Bow Brewery I would or say Bow it's Brewery. Bow. Yep. Sorry. Became well. I mean, bow and bow—they have the same spelling. Yep. So I, we could both be wrong. Became well known well, we as can't an. Ex- both be wrong. Well, if I'm right, you're wrong, and if you're right, I'm wrong. Oh, we couldn't both be wrong at the same time. No, no, not at the same time, but at different times. <laughs> All right, continue on. All right, uh, bow the brewery. bow bow brewery became well known as an exporter of IPA during the early 1800s. The first. Uh, Name frequently mentioned with its popularity. As with all English beers with a long history, the popularity and formulation of the product changed over time. Burton breweries, with their high sulfate water, were able to discuss, successfully brew IPA and began their domination of this market by the 1830s. Around the time uh, the name India Pale Ale was first <coughs> used, strength and popularity declined over time and the style virtually disappeared in the second half of the 20th century. The name was often used to describe pale ales and bitters, not anything special, a trend that continues in some modern British examples. The style underwent a craft beard rediscovery in the 1980s and is what is described in these guidelines. Modern examples are inspired by classic versions but shouldn't be assumed to have an unbroken lineage with the exact same profile. White Shield is probably the example with the longest lineage, tracing to the strong Burton IPAs of old and first brewed in 1829. Woo! That's back there a couple of couple of years. All right. A couple of two, three years back there, you know. <laughs> Our characteristic ingredients include pale ale malt, English hops are traditional, particularly as a finishing hop, 
A tentative British ale yeast, refined sugar may be used in some versions. Some versions may show a sulfate character from Burton-type water, but this is not essential to the style. So there you have it. Oh, I lost my page. La -da -da -da. Ah! He lost his page. Uh, style comparison generally will have more finish, hops, and less fruitiness and or uh, caramel than British pale ales and bitters. Has less hop intensity and more pronounced malt flavor than typical American <laughs> versions. Vital stats. IBUs should be somewhere between 40 and 60. The SRM 6 to 14. OG 1050 to 1075. FG 1010 to 1018. And an ABV of 5.0 to 7.5. Which actually means that our true Brit overshot the IBUs. But it's still listed as one of the commercial examples. Mm -hmm. But it's at 70. Hmm. hmm. Which goes to show you that even some of the commercial... Like, the, the guidelines aren't final. Right. They're, they're that. They're guidelines. They're not rules. Right. And you're... You, I'm, it matches the rest of the vital statistics, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the OG and FG for, were for it, but the SRM and ABV match. So there you have it. All right. So. You're just cranking away over there. Just working away. I am. I, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on uh, building recipes. I see. I see. So, uh, man, what should our malt bill look like? I know we want UK two <clears throat> as our base. Yep. Pale malt. English hops. Um, probably some sort of like UK crystal, right? Sure, why not? Throw some of that in. For that, well, we want that like caramel toffee, right? Yeah. Yeah, something, yeah, that kind of style underneath. How dark do we want to go? Dark on the SRM? Or what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, like what, what kind of SRM are we looking for? Six to 14. Let's do. So not terribly dark. Okay. And OG, what's our range? 1050 to 1075. And SRM range? 6 to 14. Do we want to go lighter or a little bit higher on there? I, I guess the color, I just don't care about that much. Okay. As long as it lands in the rest of them. How's, how's this sound for malt? Eight pounds of UK two row. Uh, one and a half pounds of carrot malt UK. And one pound of crystal 15. Which gives us an OG of 10.55. There you go. With an SRM of eight. That sounds good. Okay. Now hops. <clears throat> what kind of Englishy hops should we use? Ooh, I don't know. You're you're still kind of the hop guy in this. Well, come on, man. We're 16 weeks in. I want I want some some sort of EKG's a British hop. I know right, that. So here's all right. So I typed in uh, UK into the hop library. Here we have Admiral. I I'm actually gonna put you in charge of all the hops on this one, 
Because I, I just I. I'm just curious. You can't really go wrong if you're mixing and matching UK hops. <laughs> so this this is a good one for you to you to try on. All right. All right. All right. So we have Admiral, Bramming Cross, Challenger, EKG, Endeavor, First Gold, Fuggle, Goldings, Herald, Northdown, Phoenix, Pilgrim, Pioneer, Progress, Target, and Whitbread Golding Variety. What was the second one? Uh, Bramming Cross. We're gonna use that because that sounds cool. Okay. Any other any other hops in there? What was the first one? Admiral. Yeah, let's use that too. Let's okay. use those two. All right. So Admiral has an alpha acid of fourteen seventy five. That's big. Uh, and Bramming has an, uh, an alpha acid of six. Perfect. So we'll get our flavor from Bramming. All right. Shit. You. Want, I should probably look up the Bramming. Nope, I'm in charge. We're doing this. <laughs> I, I'm just I, now. I'm curious because I've never used Bramming. It sounds cool. Or Bramling. Sorry, Bramling, Bramling Cross. Bramling Cross. We're gonna see what happens. Oh, okay. Uh, spice, black currant, loganberry, and lemon. Fuck it. That sounds pretty fucking good. Sure. Let's. Try it. Yeah. All right. Um, so what kind of IBUs are we looking for? <clears throat> uh, 40 to 60. Okay. So all of our, most of our IBUs are going to be coming from uh, Admiral. Sweet. So if we do an ounce of Admiral at 60 minutes, that gives us 52 IBUs. Okay. Um, and then how much, uh, Bramling do you want to do at Flame Out? Let's do a half ounce. Just a half ounce? Let's see what happens with right. that. I'm going to throw an ounce in there. Okay. Just because we have to buy an ounce anyway. We might as well use it. We'll do an ounce. Well, it'll give us a big hop character. Yeah. All right. Man, cool. I've never used Bramling Cross. This is going to be fun. <laughs> All right, what kind of yeast should we use? Um, British. Should we use the London, London Ale? I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we used with the uh, uh, the English barley wine, right. and that turned out really well. I like that yeast. I think that's a good idea using that. All right, um, that goes, that's gonna put us in the five six percent range. Beautiful. I like that that it's on the lower end because we're heading into. Heavy summer now. Yeah, yeah. And we do not need well, and seven and a half. Percent. We got to start thinking uh, brewing for Madeline. Yeah, because that's going to be coming up quick, and I'm hoping to cut our beer uh, bill down. Yeah. Wait, like uh, the only thing we should need to bring to Madeline are cans. <clears throat> Bottles at camp should be covered. Yeah, we should be able to do that just with our homebrew. Yep, for sure. All right, cool. So final recipe. Eight pounds UK two row, one and a half pounds of caramel, one pound of UK crystal 15 with an ounce of Admiral at 60 minutes and then an ounce of Bramling Cross at zero minutes at flame out. Uh, all fermented with London ale yeast. Going to give us an OG of 1055 uh, with 52 IBUs and SRM. Um, well, it says seven, but we always it's always higher than that. That's um, fine though. Yeah, seven seven's in in range, uh, and then an ABV of five and a half percent. Dope. All right, we got it. She's a beaut. She is a beaut, Clark. I'm I'm really kind of excited to try this 
Bramling Cross. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll it'll be different. Yeah. And that's why I had you, because if I had chosen it, we'd be doing EKG and Fuggle again. <laughs> <laughs> and we we have we have an entire keg of that that's going on next week. So yeah, that'll be our that, that should be our beer for next week. I well, think. Effort. Let's do Bramling Cross and Admiral. Why right? not? We're gonna call it Admiral Bramling. Yes. <laughs> Admiral. All right, Bram. guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in again this week. And again, sorry for uh, two weeks ago when shit hit the fan. And, mm. But you guys got an extra long drunk episode out of it, so I hope we you did. enjoyed that. So. <laughs> <laughs> If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or to have you go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.